and welcome to Podcast Me Anything, and Ask Me Anything for all things podcasting. I'm your host, Ben Cloy, and I'm joined here in the studio with Matthew Passy, a podcast consultant. Matthew and I wanted to move the conversations beyond the podcasting 101 topics and move into the intermediate to advanced podcasting strategy to reach your goals, to interact with the show, submit your questions to be answered live, book a podcast out with Matthew, or find the notes from today's show, head on over to podcastmeanything.com. All right, everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast Me Anything. I know you haven't heard from us in a little while, but really excited to chat with you today because I had the chance to talk to the co-founder and CEO of a program called Capshow. Capshow is a software platform that, that basically does all of the written copy around your podcast. It'll help you with your titles, descriptions, show notes, transcripts, captions, blog posts, articles, right? If you have to have written word content associated with your podcast, Capshow is an AI supported tool that is going to save you a ton of time and get you a head start. And before we jump into that conversation with Deirdre from Capshow to talk about it. I am bringing Ben on the show. Ben, how's it going today? It's going amazing. It's been a long time since we've been here together on Podcast Mini Thing, just like the old days, even though the it old is days true. are what still did you used to call it? when we're recording this. <laughs> what did you used to call us? Studio 4, Studio 3? Studio 3. We're here in Studio, PNA, 3. Studio 3 recording. The reason why I'm bringing Ben on to, to chat about this before we get to the interview is because we actually used Capshow for all of the associated content that is going to run as part of the show. And since Ben is our studious producer who does all that work, I figured why not hear directly from the source about what it was like to work with it? You know, what was the end result? How much time do we think it saved? Or, you know, what were some of the things that we were able to get out of it that we might not have gotten otherwise? So Ben, take us through, right? We, I recorded with Deirdre. We had the episode edited. Oh, and by the way, this is also a video episode uh, because I actually was on with Deirdre. She did a screen share. So if you watch this on YouTube, you'll kind of be able to see some of the elements of the platform as well as hear us talk about it on the podcast. But right. So we, we got the video edited. We uploaded it to Capshow and then kind of take us through from your perspective what it was like to work with that platform and to you know put out the content needed for this show. So you provided me the source file, and in this case, it was the video. But in this case, the system, the way from my perspective and what I utilize, the video asset doesn't get utilized. It really is just taking the copy out of it. So the audio would have just been good because it uploaded versus a three gigabyte file versus what could have been a 100 megabyte file. But it still produced an output of the same thing. So if you do have video files, it just takes the entire thing. And the best description that I can utilize as a person who's edited this is it's a top-down funnel where the system at the top is very simplistic. It doesn't take a lot to enter into the funnel of what Capshow can do for you. And so you upload your thing. It does its stuff in about maybe 20 minutes, and it spits out this big, long document, and it just exports it to Word. But in Word, and we we're testing this in the pro version of Capshow, that it just spits out all these digital assets and creates text and copy around each one. So like Facebook... YouTube descriptions, show notes, show descriptions. And all of these things are curated for the particular area that it's at. It's not, it's oftentimes as a person who's also done this and what we usually do is I write show notes 
that also then get duplicated as a blog post that also get duplicated as what you would see on the podcast player. And in this case, each one is curated with different sentence structure, different introductions, a little bit longer winded maybe for the blog post. And even something like the email, there's an email part of this where it's actually telling you that this is what you would then email your list. All of these have a different tonality to them that are curated for that asset. So put it in the top and it spits out this one document that has all these different assets, but it does it in a way that's tailored to each one. So it did exactly as it was described. And from the top end, it was almost a little bit too simple because I was looking for something a little bit more complicated or felt like it was going to be more complicated. But in the end, once I got it in there, it spit it out and did its thing. Yeah. And I guess we should really make it clear to folks that this is not truly a replacement for having to work on the written content content of the show. And Deirdre and I get into that a little bit towards the end of the conversation, but it is, it is AI support, right? If you're one of those folks like myself, who, when you have to stare at a blank piece of paper, it is the scariest thing in the world. And you don't know how to get started and you don't know, you know, where to pull in that original source material from, um, it can be a very daunting task to have to take care of descriptions and titles and captions and articles and all those different things. So getting this pre-generated content from CapShow, and now instead of having to start from the beginning, now just copy edit and tweak and massage and manipulate and move things around is one, a huge stress reliever for a lot of folks, probably like myself, but also a huge time saver, I'm sure. And as a person who's been writing the notes for PMA and cause pods, trying to find the bones of an episode as the person listening to it and editing at the same time can often either your mind's focusing on editing or your mind's focused on listening. Sometimes you don't always hear the bones as they're being presented. And what this really did, the first thing I instantly saw was these are well-written sentences that give you the bones of what is could be being said in here as far as, and then you can have additional meat on there with expanding on like, you know what, that's a really good point. Or even just something as simple. I've seen this in a couple other free tools. Just the quotes that you its ability to highlight a quote, be like, you know what, that was a really good point. And then maybe then you take that quote and expand on it. And it's almost like getting instant listener feedback without having it published. You know, the other thing that I thought was really interesting about CapShow, right? When you're listening to content, even if you're not editing it, right? You're just listening to it, trying to find the the salient points, right? The focus, the, the you know, the main point of what it is that's being discussed. Um, you know, sometimes you don't hear what the hook is until you get a little bit later into the episode. And then you have to kind of go back and re-listen to stuff because you weren't listening with the same attentive ear that, that you were because you, you, you know, you're trying to find something. And so I like the thing about capture where it's like, here's what we think are the main themes of the episode. And you kind of pick that one and you say, that's what our focus is going to be. And then capture goes ahead and says, okay, we're going to tailor it around that specific message or around that, like subject matter, a title. I forgot what term they used to, uh, to focus it, but I thought that was a really clever feature as well. And I also just got an email from CapShow today that there's some new engine where it's going to take the the naming that you do and also do some keyword research around it as well. So yeah, so then that'll be really good for SEO titles, right? There's lots of different places where that's going to be super, super helpful. So like it's using its AI engine to figure out what the internet's going to love yeah, and what the internet's already Googling on this. Like that 
to me almost was like the exhausting part of SEO that no one ever follows through on. If like, if it automated that and did all this other stuff, it'd be like, whoo, we've got uh, the cat's ass here. Yeah. Oh, you love that phrase, the cat's ass. I don't know why that's such an attractive You know thing you missed people. it. You no, know you I, missed my random little quirks that I, I made you smile on. I, I don't know why cat's ass is good, though. That sounds like the worst thing on the planet to have to deal with the cat's ass. I don't know uh, why it is either. It's just always fun to say, and it gets always people <laughs> laughing like that. Uh, so so anyway, so uh, Cap Show is really great. Um, I believe we'll have a link in there that you can click on it, try it out. Do your test run, take it for a spin, see it, how it works for you. But, you know, know that all the content you were seeing around this episode came from cap show and then Ben having to manipulate it after the fact. And if you're listening to this, you know, go check it out over in on YouTube. We'll have the video so you can actually watch it, see the demonstration, see Deirdre talking about it. And if you're watching it, thank you for checking us out. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, probably going to be the last time we chat here in 2022. So, Ben, Merry Christmas to you and the family and Happy New Year. Thank you, Matthew, as well. And thank you for everything that this uh, friendship has done throughout this year and in the future as well. Same here. All right, everybody. We are doing something a little bit different on the show today than we have done in a long time. We are going to be interviewing someone out there who has built something fantastic for the podcasting universe. And if you pay attention at all to what is happening in podcasting, you read pod news, you're part of the Facebook groups, you may have already heard about this, but if not, you are definitely in for a treat today. We are chatting with Deirdre Shin. She's the CEO and co-founder of Capshow. And Capshow is this fantastic product that takes your podcast content and helps you to create show notes, transcripts, and all sorts of promotional copy really, really fast, shaving off tons and tons of time doing this. I'm not going to bore you with the details. I'm going to let Deirdre tell us all about it. So Deirdre, thank you for joining us here on Podcast Me Anything. Thank you so much for having me on here, Matthew. I am honored to be part of your community. <laughs> oh, well, we are honored to have you on. So Capshow was first created earlier this year, July 2022. Before we get into the platform itself, what was the impetus, right? What led to creating this product? Yeah, like all many good software products out there, it stemmed from really a need that we had. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had my first podcast. It was back when I was doing something very different. I was actually coaching e-commerce business owners uh, around how to grow their business. So through digital marketing. And one of my mentors was like, oh, you should start a podcast. And I was like, what I, you know, I, to me, podcasting was this really technical, like, I was like, I don't know what to do. How do I start this, uh, start a podcast? So I figured it out. I got myself this $53 microphone. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and I just went ahead and started publishing. And that was great. It was like, it felt like a win to get my first episode out there and my second and my third. And then very quickly, I was like, why am I doing this again? Like why, you know, I'm not really increasing my listeners. I'm not really able to monetize. I was like, what? why am I spending time on this thing? So I am quite economically minded that way. So I was like, <laughs> there's got to be an ROI on this time that I'm spending on this podcast. And I sort of started to really go down this rabbit hole then of working out how I can make this great content asset work for me and for my business uh, because I just didn't know at that time how it was it was going to do that and so I started um, really nerding out on okay I have this like 
cornerstone content that I was creating. How can I now use this in a way that can get me more leads and importantly, actually get me money in the door, get me income, get get conversions. And that led me down this whole um, trial and error journey of what I now call content dripping. So how do I use this podcast content to actually um, create all of these different other assets that not only hook people in and have them join my community, but actually spend a good amount of time with me coming to know, like, and trust me so that it becomes a no brainer for them to open their wallet up to me at the point when they are, they're ready. I know you have this e-commerce background. And so, right. You, you see there's something there and you're like, Oh, maybe I'll solve a problem. Do you start coding? Like, do you have that background <laughs> experience, or how does it? How I do, do you go from not. There? I do not know. Um, so we had we got this idea, obviously, from the experience that we had and working out what actually worked to get the to grow my listeners and to actually get them buying from me. And so that was when we were like, okay, I think there's you know, and we started speaking to other podcasters, and that there was a need. There's a need here for people to be able to create more content off their podcast efficiently, easily, and effectively. And so I was like, okay, we had this idea, how are we going to actually bring it to life? So the very first iteration of it, um, it was totally MVP. We actually got an agency. Um, We used a a development agency to help us just get something up and to test it. And then once we kind of got feedback from that to be, you know, this is the way that we're going to go with it, we then actually started, we, we brought on a developer full-time into the business. So that's where we're at now. So we, I don't have any coding. I have, I definitely have the strategy. Um, I know um, how to think logically and systematically through ha- like how things can you know, and requirements and things like that. But really, we're, from a technical perspective, I'm really relying on um, a trusted, actually, he's not even an employee anymore. He's actually part of the business now, a partner in the business. Um, yeah, to to do that, to bring that to life. So you, you start to think about all this auxiliary content that you want to create from the podcast. You start implementing it does it start working, right? Like, are you seeing that ROI on the podcast now that you're hoping for because you start to create this extra, you know, piece of material that you can put out there? Yeah, um, not, no, it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> definitely not immediately, I wish I should say. Um, because, I mean, everything takes time. We should well, definitely caveat. Exactly, everything takes, everything time, takes right? time. But um, ultimately, yes, it was, it started getting more reach. I started growing my listeners. I started actually very intentionally Um, taking them through what I call like a show notes funnel. And yeah, in that first year of podcasting, we did over $220,000 in our coaching business. So it was a very, very, became a very effective (laughs) form of monetizing. All right. So now let's get back to Capture. What were sort of the, like, what was the early iteration, right? What were some of the early features when you first really put it out there for Beta testing or, or public consumption? Yeah. So beta, we actually launched June 1st. Um, so four to six weeks before we actually went live with the product. And it was a mess. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, we were very excited about it. We had this g- big wait list of people. I think we had over 350 people um, <laughs> wanting to to try beta. Um, and we launched it and it 
didn't work as in people could not actually even log into the thing oh it was a painful painful I distinctly remember that weekend of just like trying to get this thing to just we just need people to come in (laughs) as we let in um and then you know they'd be let in and the UI was just abysmal it was it you know I'm really really thankful and grateful for those early members who actually stuck through it um we actually had um, I actually interviewed him for my podcast, Adam Lamb, who is an OG uh, user of ours. And he even mentioned when I interviewed him, he was like, yeah, you know, I remember when we first got on and I was on these calls with Bonner, who's my co- one of my co-founders. And he's like, you know, we spent so many, like he, we cleared his cache. He downloaded new browsers. He was like doing all of the things to try to get Capture to work. <laughs> um, and he, you know, thankfully for us, he stuck around um, and he's been loving it since then. So yeah, it's, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's fast forward through the turbulent times and let's take us to today. Now, for those who are listening to this, uh, in a few minutes, we're also going to have Deirdre share her screen and kind of take us through the platform itself. But before we get to that piece of it, for everybody just listening and watching right now, tell us exactly you know how you define the Cap Show platform and what it is supposed to do for podcasters. Yeah, so we call Cap Show the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. Um, that's essentially what it is and what it does. And it does that through um, my framework of content dripping, which is what I kind of figured out, you know, the 18 to two years ago, 18 months or two years ago when I um, created this framework for my own podcast. And it's really how do we, um, I call it trap and delight. So how do we hook a potential listener in to actually want to listen to our podcast episode. And then from there, how do we delight them through other pieces of content where we give, we, we just give them all of this value um, from, from there on. So that's kind of what I call content dripping. And that's what Capture does. It creates all of that copy content for you to drip over two, three, four weeks um, just of one of your podcast episodes. Um, podcast episode. So what it does is it creates in under 10 minutes, you upload your audio file and it creates your episode title, descript- player description, show notes, social media captions, promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, um, quotes, so potent quotables, and a full transcript as well. Uh, and then what we teach is that you drip some of that, you drip that content over, as I said, two to four weeks. For those who are listening. We're going to jump ahead of this demonstration and we'll obviously put a link in where you can check out. There's a video online for cap show and, and we'll you know put your link here, but you can check out. But for those who are watching, you want to go ahead and share your screen and kind of take us through what it looks like, what those final results can look like and how we can best maximize this content that you're going to be giving us through the platform. Yes. Awesome. I'm so excited about this. Okay. So this is cap show. Um, it's very simple. You upload your podcast episode as the instructions say on the screen. Uh, you can also import from Dropbox or Google. And then I'm going to fast forward. So once you do that, it takes, as I said, under 10 minutes, literally like I would say five minutes for it to sort of process. Um, it will actually ask you what topic. So Capture will actually then go, hey, here are three topics that we've sort of uncovered, but do you, so do you want to choose one of these or do you want to actually create your own, like fo- so that you can actually focus Capture on the particular topic that you want it to 
generate these outputs for. And then it will land on this page uh, where it will actually give you an episode title, uh, as I said, a player description, and you can refresh it as well. So um, it gives you three options that you can refresh through. It's all editable. So for example, you know, this should be grow my um, grow my podcast show. Uh, so fully editable, auto saves. Um, so, and then, yeah, it's it's as simple as, as that. And, you know, the show notes give you, um, so I should also caveat that when I say show notes, I mean for my um, podcast website. This is how we use show notes. You can use them for the podcast player as well, um, but we generally stick to the shorter form description um, for the podcast player. What are the, the elements that you found were most useful for show notes for that website page for your episode versus what you thought was useful in the description that would go through your podcast hosting and therefore to the podcast platforms. As in why, why do I do something different for both? Well, I just like, it, it looks like you've got like bullet points and quotes and questions. So I'm just curious, like what was the, the things that you found were most useful for websites, which I assume it's all about SEO, right? Readability, mm. um, you know, making it something that is better, you know, easier to consume versus the description where it's like, yeah, we're going to tell you what the show is about, but, and maybe throw some notes in there, but we're not going to get too in depth in the same way. Yes, definitely. Um, So both, so for the description, I want to keep it deliberately short because when people are on the podcast player, I just want them to start to listen. So how can I, again, trap them? And and I have this uh, framework called content honey traps. So how do I use content honey traps to very quickly get them to see to really to hook them in to be like, oh, that's I need to listen to this episode without giving anything away um, because we want them to listen to it. Now, the show notes similarly does a sim- uh, the same thing, okay, because we still want people to listen to the podcast episode from the show notes. But we also want to give them more because, and this goes now into my show notes funnel that I mentioned before, which is I'm dropping content honey traps all throughout. So what I do is when I promote my podcast episode, I'm like, I want to hook them in. I want them to listen to my podcast episode. When I am actually recording my podcast episode, I'm still using content honey traps there to be like, oh, you want to go to my show notes because I'm going to actually put examples of this or I have a bonus clip that I'm going to be uh, have make be make make available through my show notes. So you want to go to my show notes to actually go and and see those. The reason why I want them to go to my show notes is because that's where I can actually give them a bit more value to your point. I can, you know, there's like quotes, there's dot points, there's a little bit more content that I can give them. I can also, because it sits on a website and not in my podcast player, I can also put rich media. So that's where SEO kind of considerations come in. So I can put my YouTube video on there. I can, uh, images, you know, links to my, um, social media elements. So like to particular reels, et cetera, that I want to embed all of that designed to then to have people go to my call to action. That's really what I, what I want um, people to do. And that's how it comes to life in the show notes. So do me a favor, just real slowly, just scroll from the top to the bottom of the show notes, just kind of take us through what we're seeing on this page right now, all the different elements you have there. Yeah. So obviously this is because this is the copy. Um, and you know, so all the things that I've just mentioned, I layer on top of this and we actually have training uh, that goes into that as well and, and how people can do that. 
Um, but basically this gives you the base copy that you know you can always add to. But essentially what it does is this is kind of my um, content honey trap in terms of like, this is what you're going to get um, by listening. And this is, you know, a quote that it was pulled, that it's pulled out. It goes into the story. So it starts to connect with the audience about why I'm like, how I discovered this and what I'm going to be talking about. And then it goes into what it is that you're going to learn from listening to this podcast episode. Um, so I, all the things I mentioned about the rich media, so adding my YouTube videos and things like that, I actually embed as part of the story generally to, to flesh that out. And then it goes into my resources. So I could actually potentially even show maybe an example from my actual podcast, if that's of, of interest to my, my actual show notes that I publish. So I'll show one that... While you're looking for that, so I also noticed there were a bunch of, uh, two questions. One, I noticed there were a bunch of links already in your show notes. I assume since you already had a chance to clean this up, like you added those later, or is that like templated stuff that will just pop up now for every episode? Yeah, it's actually templated. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So once you set that up, it'll be there for later. And then, you know, you make a correction. Let's say you, you know, earlier in this, you were showing it showed grammar show podcast or versus yes. grow my show podcast. So when you correct grow my or grammar to grow my, does that kind of proliferate out through all the other steps? Or is there like one play? Like if I change it in the transcript, will it kind of update everywhere or am I going to have to make that change across each component as I see it? Yeah. Uh, so right now you do have to make the change across each component. Um, we do have some, where we do have some rules. So when you set up in inside Capture, when you set your show up, it will ask for things like the host name, the show name. And even when you upload a new episode, it will ask if you have a guest on there, it will ask for the guest name as well. Right. Save you some time of having to change the spellings there. Yeah, exactly. So we do have some smarts at the very beginning to like try to change all of those. But sometimes those smarts, you know, because of filters and thresholds and things like that might not – it you know, it might not update. And that's why it always does still need a human to look through it and make those edits. So we're never going to profess to be like, you know, this is a hands-off machine and it does everything for you. It can't. It's And I wouldn't, you know, as a user and actually the creator of it, I wouldn't want it to. Firmly believe in the, the, the intersection of machines and humans coming together to really create magic. That's, that's really what. This is machine-assisted exactly. technology, right? The machine is just saving us a bunch of time, giving us a head start on all this, right? Getting the ball rolling so that now, and listen, I'm one of those people, I stare at a blank paper and I have no idea what to do with it. But if you give me a bunch of content, it's a lot easier for me to be like, okay, let me fix this, rewrite this, change that. But right, like a lot of us need that starting point. And what Capture was doing is doing a great job of giving us a fairly accurate and a fairly poignant starting point, even though it will need some sort of copy editing to go through to just, you know, again, give it that more personal touch, right? Give it that exactly. authenticity that you want. Yes, 100%. You nailed it. <laughs> okay, so this is an example of our the Grow My Podcast Show website. So growmypodcastshow.com. Uh, so as I mentioned, a YouTube video, and this is kind of what I call like the content honey trap. So this is the first thing that you see. It's kind of meant to be a hook. Um, we then have the podcast player. Um, and like then- there. Sorry? Is that the Captivate player? Yes. Yeah. 
Nice. So we, we, we use Captain America. <laughs> yep. And then it goes into the story. And it's re- this episode was about social media and how I actually um, don't repurpose <laughs> my content for social media. I actually do something else, which is what I call content hacking. And so when I was recording this podcast episode, I actually mentioned what I'm going to do is I'm going to put an example of how I content hacked a particular post for my own. And so that was a, you know, again, a content hunting trap to get people to my show notes. And so this is where it goes into the example. So this is the example and then this is actually my version or, you know, when I, yeah, what what I use as inspiration to create my own posts. Um, and so that's what I mean by, you know, really trying, really intentionally using the show notes to get people on there, hooking them with something so that they come and they then come in to the call to action. This is really where you want them to, to be going to. So yeah, so that's an example of how I use show notes. Very nice. All right. So Beyond the title, description, and the show notes, and I know some of this is dependent on what plan of capture you are going to use, but what are some of the other pieces of content that Capture is going to create for us um, that we can use to help grow our, and market our show? Yeah, sure, for sure. Okay, so then we go into the social media captions, which are pretty self-explanatory. We are actually imminently, so right now, how we designed these captions was very much from a promotional perspective, but we are actually adding engagement captions as well to this. So there's going to be a drop-down box that will be like promotional or engagement captions, so you can choose. Um, and again, this is part of the content dripping exercise. We have emails as well, email subject line, email body. We do a blog post. Um, and again, the blog post is designed to really, and this is again, uh, back to, you know, the intersection of machine and, and humans, how the blog post workflow actually starts is that, and it doesn't show here because we've already gone through it, but before you even see the outputs, you will be asked, um, these are the five questions that were actually answered in your podcast episode. Which one do you want the blog post to be generated for. And so, you know, you can actually take those questions and you can plug them into a Moz or a keyword, you know, and just see what actually ranks well from a keyword perspective, from an SEO perspective. And then you can choose the one that you want it to generate for. And this, and it will, it'll generate a blog post for you. Like it's a full, you know, blog post, (laughs) Um, a LinkedIn article as well and a YouTube description for those that uh, want to leverage now. You know, the big thing is use use YouTube um, for your video podcast. So that's for that. And then we have quotes. Um, and, you know, we, it, we have different sort of categories that we've currently put our quotes under. So if you wanted something that was a little bit more maybe based on epiphany. So what are some quotes where, um, you know, the AI will actually choose, will pick out the ones that seem to be where you had epiphanies about something um, or, for example, something specifically about the topic that you're talking about. So that's, yeah, what Capture creates. That's pretty nifty that I can differentiate, not just, one, not just identify quotes that it believes are useful, but also differentiate the kinds of quotes that they are because we might want to use them in different ways during um, our presentation. So once we, you know, when we get these quotes, right, I'm looking at it on the screen right now and it just shows the quotes, but if we need to, let's say, pull that audio clip or pull that video clip, 
where do we, if we click on that, like, does it pull it up or we have to still go find that and we can kind of just search it through the transcript for it? Yeah. So currently that is how um, it would work, but we are actually going to be working on the next phase of this, which is to your point, like we can go from quotes to then actual clips um, or quote cards as well. So that is something that's coming inside Capture. So Capture was always evolving, always growing, 100%. always adjusting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So the way Capture works right now, you've got three different monthly plans that are available out there. And basically for all the plans, it's how much of the content assets you would get access to. But what else should we know? So if I sign up for, let's say, just the $29 a month, uh, you know, the starter plan, right? How many episodes can I do? Is there a, a limit on the length or how much content? Like, what is it? How does that pricing work for us? Yeah. So um, it's all credit based. So all of those plans, you get four credits a month, which is four episodes, equivalent to four episodes. Uh, if people do more, then we, you can buy additional episodes. And if you get, if you do at least 12 a month, then we actually start to, we can talk about volume discount pricing. So that's how that, that currently works. Um, your other question was, uh, oh, length. Uh, so we, it doesn't have, there's no um, limit to how long an episode needs to be. We do generally recommend though, and how Capture works best is for a 30 minute down episode um, is generally the best that it works for. Um, but there's actually no limit to how long an episode has to be. Okay. So for, you know, for most of us that weekly podcast that we're going to get our four episodes each month and then write the starter plan. You get the title, description, show notes, and transcript. You move up to the growth plan. You start to get the captions for social media and an email. Uh, and then when you move on to the pro plan, that's when you start getting the blog posts and the articles and the YouTubes. And uh, it looks like you even have a monthly live masterclass. Tell yes. us about that. Yeah. So we actually had one this morning. Uh, we had Justin Schenk on this morning talking about how to create your um, in-demand stage through through podcasting. So every month, yeah, we've we've had I, I get an expert on in in the the industry, and they share about something that will help you grow your podcast or monetize it. Um, so next week we're going to have John from Podbean on to talk about monetization. Actually. Um, but we've had, you know, Kelsey from Aweber talk about emails and how to, you know, grow your show through emailing. We've had Pat Chung from Podbox talking about how to create raving fans. So, yeah, it's just really great way to access an expert in the, the podcasting space. And they do a presentation and there's live Q&A and it's a lot of fun. Very, very cool. All right. So, folks, as a reminder, it is capshow.com, C-A-P-S-H-O. Dot com. We'll obviously have a link to that in our show notes and, and everywhere we find the podcast. We also want you to encourage you to check out the grow my podcast show.com. That is the grow my podcast show that Deirdre is the host of and has been much inspiration for this fantastic product that we hope you're going to check out and see if it works for you. Uh, anything else that our audience should be thinking about or anything else that you'd want them to check out, you know, as they're thinking about growing their show and, and adding all these great promotional components to it. Yeah. Um, look, I definitely the podcast is probably the best place to start. Um, I talk about content hunting traps. So even if you just start with episode one, <laughs> that goes into what, when I say content hunting traps, like what do I mean? And what are the models, the mental models and the frameworks I talk about? So even if you didn't want to use Capture, which 
it's a no-brainer, you guys. You've got to use it. <laughs> but <laughs> if you didn't want to, then you, you, should, could, yeah. you at least have a starting point to think through how do you create those hooks to get for your marketing um, content to actually get people to want to listen to your episode. So, yeah, definitely start there. Episode one of GrowMyPodcastShow.com. Oh, Grow My Podcast Show. Um, yeah, that's best best place to start. Perfect. So, again, we'll put a link to GrowMyPodcastShow.com in the show notes and check out CapShow.com. And if you're one of the folks who I know through the Podcast Editors Club, Deirdre did a fantastic, more in-depth presentation with Steve Stewart on the platform and how it works. So we encourage you to go check that out. Um, and yeah, I, I can't say it enough. You know, this is not going to replace the need to do all this work, but it's certainly going to cut down on that time, on that length, on all that effort dramatically um, and give you a lot of early ideas, early inspiration, and a lot of motivation to help you get it done. And plus you really get to tap into Deirdre's like e-commerce brain, that growth brain that, um, will probably help you do a better job of selling what it is that you're trying to put out into the world through your podcast. So Deirdre Shin, co-founder, CEO of Capshow. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much, Matthew. I had so much fun.